Hello, I'm Net88. Welcome to my podcast where I catch the geocachers to learn more about this amazing game. When I travel, I like to use geocachers to help me plan my trip. Often, a geocache has taken me to a spot I would have never found by myself. This has led me to a second style of episode where I chat to geocachers in other cities. We will hear recommendations for geocaches in the area, as well as any useful tips to make your planning easier. Today I will be talking to Burjo78, a geocacher from Townsville, to find out what geocaches he recommends people find whilst visiting. Hello Burjo, thanks for sitting down with me tonight. Hi Annette, how are you? I'm great, thanks. How about yourself? Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. So before we dive into Townsville itself, I would like to find a bit more out about you. So when did you start geocaching and how did you get into it? So I was just scrolling through Facebook as you do one day. It was back in March 2016 and I saw a photo of an English friend and his son holding a container with the caption geocaching. So I googled it, liked what I saw, downloaded the app and got started pretty much straight away. Went out and found a couple on the first day and then actually hit a couple on the next day. So I was really hooked from the beginning and then since then I've found four and a half thousand caches. I've cached out Townsville, I've cached in about 20 countries and I've completed quite a lot of the challenges like the calendar challenge including the Jasmine and I'm only one away from my fourth DT loop. A high achiever much? Oh, I, I try. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much taken over my life since I've begun. I, I don't know whether my wife would uh, call it much of an achievement but uh, it's something I enjoy for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, I have always heard that if you get into something, you should just dive straight into it. And I believe that's what you've done. Yeah, yeah definitely. You've been caching for you know four, four or so years. Do you have a favourite geocache story that you could share with me? I've got a couple. Um, for me, geocaching is all about the adventure. I really like getting out and challenging myself in, in terms of both with puzzles, but also with terrain. And I feel that unless I come home with scratches or cuts and bruises, been a bit of a boring day in the field. Uh, so a couple of examples of that. One of the, the first times I went out with another fellow cashier, Blackpool 26, uh, we went out on a boat to Cape Cleveland, which is a remote national park just on the outskirts of Townsville, only boat accessible. We anchored up, we made our way up to the beach and there was a bit of a rock scramble. And um, there was one point where a little bit of bouldering and I've, I've gone around the corner of this rock and the corner of the rock has broken away and landed on top of me. And it's actually pinned my leg to the ground. So it's a bit of a 127 hours moment. And lucky the black bull was with me and the leaf litter took most of the damage and uh, he was able to pull it off. But that, that was a pretty hairy moment and one that uh, sticks in the memory. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, it was. And um, it's, it's something that's quite common uh, when I'm out and about. We've had uh, other adventures where we've been on the Pinnacle Ranges with Ben M70 and uh, quite a remote challenging hike and we found a couple and found that the furthest one away but on the way back we've tried just for one more and um, it's taken a lot longer than expected. We've ran out of water, the phone's down to 1% battery and uh, it's going dark so there was a couple of times there I was thinking about calling the SES on the side of a cliff and it was one of those where the, the cache is only 30 metres away but there's a cliff face right in front of you. So that took a bit bit of getting, but we got it in the end. So it's another adventure to remember. I'll just remind myself not to go geocaching with you, particularly if I visit Townsville. <laughs> I'd love to take you out and uh, show you the rope. Oh man, I think I would need ropes for some of these places that you're going. Kudos for getting back out after having a giant rock land on your leg. <laughs> That's all part of the fun. Uh, other than that, I've, I've achieved quite a few of the goals, like I said, about the Jasmine, and that took quite a lot of planning on a recent American a trip and I was able to get the Holy Trinity as well, the Geocaching HQ, the original stash and, and the 8 cache. So I'm pretty proud of those ones and pretty grateful to the caching community that I actually put a, a bit of an SOS out to uh, 
a Georgia Facebook group and uh, a local couple agreed to take me out on their boat and take me to Maroon, which was the July 2001 that I finally needed. So it's a pretty amazing community that we have. I definitely agree. I think that the geocaching community is one of the best communities in that you don't even need to meet these people before they're willing to take you out on a boat or give you advice. It's great. Mm. I haven't visited Townsville as a geocacher. I went up as a kid, but not as an adult. So if I was planning a trip up could you give me a few recommendations for geocaches in townsville city itself yeah i can i, th- I think townsville is a beautiful place to visit whether you're a cacher or not um it's got easy access to the reef and the rainforest and there's about 600 caches within 50 kilometers of the, the city center the city itself is undergoing some urban regeneration at the moment with a new stadium and that's brought a bit of life back into it and castle hill which sits about 300 meters above the city and overlooks it is a great place to start it's got a number of really good caches up there and just beautiful views and it gets you uh, to see the bearings of the city and where you are. Along with that, the Strand is a, a beachfront walk and it's got a number of really clever hides. And then about a five minute drive up the coast is a place called Pelorenda, which has a lot of puzzles. And it also at the end has my Breaking Bad Geo Art series, which has 17 puzzles based on the TV show uh, with accompanying gadget caches. And they're spread over 11 kilometers of National Park Trail. So for me, that's what caching is all about. It's um, something for the mind and the body in a beautiful location with some interesting containers. Fine. We're really lucky as well to have the Ross River which stretches from the dam right to the river mouth it's 26 kilometers long and we've got about 100 caches on a power trail there so definitely something for walkers or cyclists to check out they sound like some great recommendations for no matter what you want in a geocache there's something to do in Townsville yeah we've got lots of variety a small community but growing and uh, a number of really enthusiastic caches are like putting out great quality caches that's great are there any geocaches themselves that you could give me as kind of like a top three that people definitely need to get whilst in the city? Yeah, so the most favorited cache in the city is one of mine called Legoland which combines a Lego puzzle boss um, at the top of Castle Hill with a, a beautiful view. So that's a little fun one and it's been well received by the community. The second one would be my box of red herrings which was awarded Geocache of the Week by Geocaching HQ. And that was only a few months after um, getting into the game. So I'm really quite proud of that one. And that's a chest of drawers inside a library and you have to work your way up from the bottom drawer, get into the logbook in the top drawer. Definitely worth checking that out. And the third one, I'd pick Key Elements. This is a recreation of West Virginia Tim's birdhouse. So it requires a bit of thought to get in. It's a bit of a gadget cache, and that one's got a, a number of favourite points as well. They sound like some great hides. I did notice that two of them are yours, but, you know, I guess that when you've got so many favourite points and you've got geocache of the week, you're allowed to think that your geocaches are some of the best in the city. Um... I'm not sure whether everyone would agree with me, but um, yeah, in, in my unbiased opinion, I'd say my uh, quality's pretty good. It's great. I really do enjoy a geocacher who loves their own geocaches because you know that they're not just hiding them for the sake of hiding them. It's thought that goes into them. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of thought. The, the Breaking Bad series in particular took me uh, several weeks to put together through the, the theme of the show and the theme of each puzzle down to the theme of each gadget cache and the location. So, yeah, I'm pretty proud of the ones I put out. I don't just put out, you know, a, a mint in a guardrail or a system in a bush. What about if you wanted to spend a little bit more time in the area, say you wanted to go and do a couple of day trips or spend a week or so kind of exploring the, the region itself? Are there any geo? locations that someone could target for a great day out? Yeah, I, th- I think there are a number of options, you know, with being so close to the reef and the rainforest, 
We're only uh, a short ferry ride away from Magnetic Islands, and there's some great trails in National Park there with some beautiful views. There's even a, a scuba dive cache over in one of the bays on, a, on one of the shipwrecks. That's really worth seeing. If you do have access to a boat, um, the Palm Island group is also beautiful. There's a cache on each of the 13 islands there, including one that's hidden in a World War II Catalina wreck. That's uh, pretty fun. It's a bit like uh, the TV series Lost on the, cool. the wreck on the islands. So that, that's a cool one to visit. Other than that, there's some up in the, the National Park range at Paluma. There's a couple I've hidden under the Dirtbag Geocache in Australia banner that'll take you to abandoned uh, railway tracks that we yeah. use for the old sugarcane mills and also uh, some abandoned tin mines. They're pretty uh, fun to explore. So if you want to experience the outback, you can visit the Gold Rush town of Charters Towers, which is about a 90-minute drive inland. And there's a number of caches there that highlight the history in the area that are well worth a visit. Again, such variety. There's abandoned trains, there's tropical islands, sugarcane, gold. Oh, Townsville's got something for everyone, it seems. We, we are pretty lucky. What I like to do is make a bookmark list of the geocaches that we talk about in the episode. So could you mention what the particular geocaches are by name that you were talking about with Charters Towers and Magnetic Island, just so then people find it easier to find those locations? Yeah, sure can. So there's the Harvey Range Tunnel Tours. They're the the ones on the disused train track. There's the Wolfram Creek Mines, the abandoned mine site. There's a mangrove-lined wreck off the coast of Magnetic Island called the SS Adelaide, which is well worth visit. The Mulkey Pirate Cache is a scuba cache just off Magnetic islands where you've got to dive down about seven meters to a treasure chest just off the side of the wreck wow so there are a number of hides around charters towers that highlight the history uh, particularly on on towers hill which is an old gold mining area a number of, of mine sites and there's a multi called is this gold or mine which uh, looks at the different equipment used for mining and it's got a really nice theme container at the end sounds like a good little history lesson in there there is it seems that Townsville has so much culture there that I had no idea about. Speaking about culture, I'd love to learn about the geocaching culture in Townsville. Are there many people there? Do you have events often? What are some of the favourite containers that are usually hidden? That kind of stuff. Yeah, we're, like I say, we're a small but enthusiastic group that's rowing. Um, quite a number of new finders that are appearing on some of my logs recently. And um, We actually held a community celebration event at the weekend and had about 20 teams attend which for Townsville is, is quite a lot. We do have regular events usually once every couple of months and we generally get about 10, 10 to 15 attend. Uh, we're hoping some of those newbies will turn into regular members of the caching community. As for containers I strongly encourage quality. Um, anyone that meets me or has chatted to me will know that I don't like mint tins and guardrails um, and likewise for location there's a thing on the geocaching guidelines that says that if the only reason to visit the location is for the cache then pick a better location and I'm all about that as well. I've got over 300 hides under my own profile geocaching towns on the dirtbags Australia and I try to create an experience for people. I like to combine a great container or a puzzle with a great location and I think that's rubbing off in the community. We're getting more quality hides from some of the newer plays particularly from Green Cordial and the Awesome and some more adventurous ones from Ben and 70. I guess people will hide similar geocaches to what they find because they think that's the norm. I think that's really true. I, th I think that it does kind of rub off what people see. They try to recreate and, and there are a number of uh, new players that have said, you know, they don't just want to put a system in the bush somewhere. They want to make it a bit more creative and a bit more fun for people to experience. It sounds like Townsville should really be high on the list of places for geocaches to visit. Is there anything that people planning a trip to Townsville should know about uh, in that early planning stage? I think uh, in the current climate, it's 
should be noted that Queensland's open for Queenslanders and flights are relatively inexpensive. So I'd encourage people to come and check it out. There are a number of visitors from the southeast corner that have come to Townsville just for caching and gone away really pleased. So I think if you talk to any of those like Slow Puncher or Pete Grime or Crooked Pete, uh, they will give a, a high recommendation of the area. Uh, we also have a Townsville geocaching Facebook page, so I'd encourage visitors to join that and have a look what's going on in the scene. There's also a number of lists that I've compiled attached to my profile uh, that list a number of, of good trails or good series. So that's got the Ross River Power Trail, the Breaking Bad series, and in my opinion, Townsville Finest Caches, which uh, lists about 100 of the best. Um, getting around the city is pretty easy, but I would encourage people to hire a car to really explore the area. Uh, there's also boat, kayak, and bike hire companies, and myself and other locals if we're available are usually willing to help out wherever we can for anyone traveling that doesn't have a license and that capability of hiring a car is townsville kind of easy to get around by either foot or public transport or is it really a car predominant city um it does have some public transport systems we, we have a, a bus service but to be honest it's not the greatest but the, the city itself is quite compact it's quite walkable and there are a, a great number of caches within the city that you could easily do, you know, within a short walk. Awesome. I might add a link to both your finest bookmark list and that uh, Geocaching Townsville Facebook page as well. So then any listeners can get easy access to those. Yeah, that sounds great. I know myself, I'm pretty keen to come up and visit Townsville. So thanks so much for talking about Townsville with me. Before I let you go, though, do you have any tips for new geocachers who are just starting out in the hobby? I'll just suggest to, to get out and start searching pick caches with low difficulty of terrain ratings that have been found recently when you're beginning. And don't be afraid to talk to COs or ask other caches for help. Uh, there's been a number of puzzles uh, for, for myself that I've struggled with. And usually the CO is pretty forthcoming with any information because COs want, want finds. And if you do enjoy it and you're getting into it, I'd really encourage people to place some hides because without hiders, there isn't a game. And just remember that uh, it's about quality and location. And, and try to avoid that minting in a guardrail. Well, thanks so much for sitting down with me tonight, Virgo. You've definitely made my mind up about visiting Townsville. I hope that our listeners will come up and visit. Oh, thanks for having me. And it's uh, always a pleasure to promote Townsville and to encourage people to come and visit this beautiful city. I've made a bookmark list of the recommended geocaches in this episode. If you would like to be a guest and give some recommendations for your city, please message me through my geocaching profile. The links are in the episode notes. Happy geocaching!